Episode 15 of Real Ranked is going live right now. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Real Ranked. Uh, today we're going to be talking about top 10 sequels uh, that are released 10 or more years uh, from the original with the release of the new Ghostbusters movie. And so uh, I'm just going to bring up uh, who we have today, starting with Albert. Hi, excited to be here. I thought this was in honor of Spider-Man No Way Home with the being a sequel to Spider-Man 2 and 3 and 1, obviously. Mm-hmm. That's standard, but I guess not. I was, <laughs> I was I'm in the loop now. Yeah. Uh, actually, it was supposed to be for Top Gun Maverick, which uh, did not come out. So, <laughs> uh, and then we also have Kenny. Hello, hello. Uh, that's my first time seeing the intro, and it was awesome. So I'm, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> that's all. Uh, this guy, Albert, made it. So <laughs> good job, Albert. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I love that song. I love the intro. So and uh, so yeah, today we're doing top ten list. So um, our code word is going to be who you're gonna call. <laughs> so uh, we also have. Uh, in the live chat. <laughs> That's my buddy from home. <laughs> I sent this to him. <laughs> All right. So I'm just going to go ahead and start it with my number 10, which is Army of Darkness. All right. Uh, yeah, this is a just a really fun movie. I think uh, I watched it for the first time earlier this October. And just had a lot it's like really insane but uh i just had a really great time you know and uh just takes the evil dead franchise into a new turn and yeah it, bruce campbell is always great as ash uh, yeah i'll be honest i didn't realize it was released post more than 10 years uh how, when was the release of it's uh, 11 two? years after oh, wow. evil dead. yeah oh wow okay yeah i didn't i didn't realize that that might have made my list because i mm-hmm. love um i watched all three around 2017 freshman year yeah around that that time and i was like okay evil dead super scary evil dead 2 super awesome evil dead 3 wow it's a comedy didn't see that coming <laughs> uh, so i so i absolutely love it and i think this is my favorite of those three films and it's it's a lot of fun i love how much it changed from the original but they still have the heart of it um and yeah, it's a it's a it's a good fun time. I literally did not realize I was ten years after. So yeah. Yeah, uh, 1992, and then The Evil Dead is 1981. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I watched um, the first two Evil Deads for the first time last month, and those were really enjoyable to watch. And I, I can't choose like which one's better. They're they're both equally great. I love them. Steven in the live chat saying, yo. <laughs> Sup, Steven. Hey, Steven. Okay. Okay, uh, Albert, what is your number 10? 
All right, my number 10, um, I'll be honest, number 10 was the hardest one for me because I know what's going to be my number one and like the one, two, three, four, the top five, like I sort of know it. And like the bottom half is the one I'm like, oh, which one do I want to cut? Which one do I not want to cut? So I had a tough time deciding what I want to do for number 10. But at the end of the day, I decided to go with Mary Poppins Returns. Uh, who are you going to call? <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> so wait. <laughs> All right. Okay. So Kenny, let's go to your number 10 then. My number 10. So my reasoning for this was um, I I chose my entries in that it wasn't it wasn't uh, 10 years uh, uh, before the like the original. It was 10 years before the, the last predecessor. So Toy Story 4 didn't count. Um, wait, I don't know why. I, I don't know what my... Oh, yeah, yeah. Toy Story 4 didn't count, of course, because in nine years. But I didn't do any of the Mission Impossible movies, especially like I would have picked uh, Mission Impossible 6. But my number 10 uh, was uh, Finding Dory. <laughs> I, I just think it's a incredibly solid flick and out of all the, the options I had, I had to put it at number 10. So, um, and it, it uh, it's definitely doesn't live up to the original, but it's still a very like enjoyable Pixar film, so. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, I like Finding Dory. I don't love it, but I don't think it's mm -hmm. a bad movie. Mm -hmm. So I think there's still a ton of heart with, uh, you know, and then Dory's like backstory and all that, I think uh it kind of answers a lot of questions that like we don't need answered mm -hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> solo. <laughs> no. but uh, you know it, it's 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 cool it's not a bad movie yeah yeah i i like dory when it came out the first uh when i saw it in theaters i thought it was charming it was sweet there is some heart to it and over some rewatches it's it's like it's there's still some good parts but there are some insane parts, like uh, spoiler: the otters, the sea otters, uh, with the with the octop with the octopus riding driving the truck. That was like insane. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I think that was my favorite moment watching. Uh, that was five years yeah. ago. Yeah, I, I love that part. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, with the truck and all that. <laughs> I just remember. I, I think I watched it with like my grand grandma, <laughs> like oh, yeah. five years ago. Great yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, the, the animation is definitely great. It's um, it's yeah, yeah. it has it has some solid parts. A friend of mine told me this a while ago, and I cannot unsee it now. Um, and I I couldn't rem remember what the other film my friend said, but fi uh, Finding Dory and one other film is like the two most unnecessary Pixar films. And I'm like, com compared to the other of the list, it's like yeah, that sort of makes was sense. It, was it Monsters University or Incredible? No, Scale? I think I think it might have been. One of the cars. I don't know which one. Uh, like, two like or three. <laughs> Maybe cars too. I think. I okay. Think. That would make I, a lot. I don't sense. remember exactly, but yeah. But I remember one of them signing Dory, and I'm like, yeah, I, I guess you're not wrong there. Uh, but yeah. I would think that Cars Two is like on the like the least favorite uh, Pixar film for everybody. <laughs> I so I think that's like the, the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> So, uh, bringing this up earlier, Stephen, uh, with the Evil Dead trilogy. Um, yeah, so this uh, one was 2017, and Finding Nemo was 20, 2003, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Finding Dory is 2016, but... Uh, 16. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. yeah. Uh, you brought up Monsters University. I did not include it in my list because it's a prequel, or else it would That's definitely right. be yeah. one. Yeah. So, all right. Um, 
my number nine is Incredibles 2 on the Pixar train. <laughs> Who are you going to call? Who are you going to call? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, what number? Well, well, should we not say like what number it is? I guess yeah. No, let's not. I, I think yeah, we yeah. both we, we both said it. So we'll yeah, wait. that element of surprise. <laughs> of course, of course. Cole says a good dinosaur exists, though. <laughs> Maybe it was a good dinosaur. I don't know. I don't remember. But yeah, I mean, it would make sense if like they were talking about sequels. That... Unless they're talking about sequels, but, yeah. But you said it was like the most unnecessary, and I think Cars yeah. Two was like the most unnecessary. They could have done. The only, the only reason that film exists is because of the major shorts and, and to make money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so my turn, right? Mm-hmm. So my number nine is Blade Runner 2049. <laughs> we get a call. <laughs> okay. I thought so. I thought so. Yeah. We'll, we'll wait a bit for that one. Um, my number nine is uh, uh, Borat's subsequent movie film. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a good pick. Um, I remember uh, when this was like, like everyone was talking about it because there was a, a set video of, of uh, Sasha Baron Conan like in a car driving as Borat and were, everyone was so confused why, why that was happening and then everyone deduced that, that a movie was coming out. So uh, I just remember watching that. Um, uh, it was a couple weeks before election night and it was, it was just a super... It was, it was a fun time and there's some great great moments in that and um but i don't think you can make another board film i think that's it i think it's only those two <laughs> uh, i haven't seen this one so I, yeah, feel like, I, I feel like you can't really watch it now because it was very like designed for like election like season 2020. 2020 specifically 2020 yeah. or something yeah but so I feel like you it, can still enjoy it. I feel like yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it kind of, it kind of, it, it kind of would feel, um, you know. But like when it was released, and if you factor that in, I think it's a, it's a very, like, very fun movie. You know. Yeah. 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 Um, this, this is a, this is a fun film. I think it's not. I, I love the first Borat, mm-hmm. and um, the first time I watched both of them is actually when it came out. I never saw the Borat before that. But I, I love the first one so much that when I watch the second one right away, it's just kind of a little bit disappointing because this doesn't hold up. But it's, it's still a fun film, and I think it has much more of a commentary than the first one, yeah. uh, which is something different. Um, but yeah, uh, such a Baron Cohen is great in it. I cannot remember who played his daughter. It's Mar- Maria. Maria Bakalova. Bakalova. Yeah. 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 I was thinking. I was thinking Bakalova, but like, isn't that a, isn't that a dessert? I was like, that's not. <laughs> Baklava uh, yeah. is a Disney. Baklava, that's what I was saying. <laughs> but yeah, sorry, Baklava. Uh, she's she's good in it too. Uh, it's a daughter. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a good pick. Good pick. For, it's not part of that. I mean, uh, she got nominated, right? She did. Yeah, yeah. Deservedly. Uh, all right. So my number eight is Mamma Mia. Here we go again. Which is exactly ten years after Mamma Mia. So. Oh, <laughs> I forgot. Okay, I, 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 this is going to be a trend for me of not realizing that it's been 10 years. <laughs> yeah. I'll, have a, I'll have a couple of those and that uh, I didn't realize. I'm, that already, was really I'm, exactly already, I'm already upset. Yeah. I spent a long time trying to like make like my list because I was like trying to find sequels that like that, you know, were actually 10 years after. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I mean, Mamma Mia, you know, great movie. I love it. Um, and the Mamma Mia, here we go again, is also just really, really fun. You know, you can't go around with Abba Sons, right? And then 
yeah, I mean, Lily James <laughs> is is great. She's uh yeah, I think it's just a really fun time. Really solid sequel. I I have really only seen the first one in passing. You know, when my mom would watch it in the <laughs> living room, um, and sometimes just just randomly. And I I have not seen the, the sequel at all, but I just know <laughs> that people love them. So uh, I'd, I'd say it's a solid pick. If if I if I realized this film was ten years, if I remembered it, uh, it would have made my list. I blame the I blame the whole internet because whenever I tap on this film, at least ten years or after. Well, yeah, here we go again. Never comes up. So, internet, you failed me. Um, but this film, this film is superior to the first one. I don't know if this is the minority. That is a hot uh, take. I think. I heard that the uh, other day. I heard that opinion. I, I somewhere. <laughs> I don't really like the first one, but I love the second one. It's just it's so much better. The songs is great. It has so much more heart to it in terms of the story. It just it just works better in terms of the story for me. Um, and Lily, Lily James is fantastic in it. Every, all of the younger cast is all so perfect, uh, perfectly cast, and their performance is so good. And just the blend of both the, the current and the past works so, so well uh, for, for a film that is literally revolving around ABBA songs. But it works, it works, it's, it's just so good. But yeah, I love this film. Yeah. I think um, who's the cinematographer? Because like they they went hard for uh, Mamma Mia. Here we go again. <laughs> like the cinematographer is like oh like they. Uh... I don't know. I I know Paul Parker directed it. The cinematographer is Robert Yeoman. No, uh, they did a lot of stuff with Wes Anderson. So, French Dispatch is all all him. He did 2016's Ghostbusters. <laughs> 2016's Ghostbusters? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> would that would that qualify for the list or no? Is it? <laughs> that's like a, it's kind of like Mad Max in a sense. <laughs> I don't know. There's no reference to the older ones. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I was just I was just making sure. Not yeah. that I would put it out there, but Fair. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Albert, your number eight. My number eight is Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. All right, nothing, okay. Um, this film is so much fun as a sequel to the original Jumanji. Yes, it's there's not much relation from the original to this one, except from the dimension uh, of uh, Alan Parrish. Mm -hmm. as uh, the, the character from the first one, as well as the Jumanji game itself. But it's such a smart reinvention of the film. Uh, the four main cast is, they have such great chemistry and they are, they, they Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson pretty much Dwayne Johnson. There's like no difference about it. Kevin Hart is Kevin Hart. Karen Gillan I thought was awesome in this one. Um, as well as Jack Black just stole, steals the show every time in, in this film. It's just, he's so good. And just the... Again, the reinvention of instead of bringing the game into real life, they bring the real life into the video game, and they have to play with the avatar and everything. It's so smart, um, and yeah, it's just it's just a lot of fun. It's a great it's a great action film. Uh, you can just put it in the background and have fun with it, or you can just watch it for real. And it's actually uh, it's, it's just a great uh, film as a whole. I do prefer the sequel 
uh, the next level uh, over this, but that is not 10 years. So I'm going with this one because I still I still like this one a lot. Have you guys seen it? I, I saw it um, in this weird phase where I said, I saw like three straight Dwayne The Rock Johnson movies in, in oh. theaters. I saw that and then Rampage and then Skyscraper for some reason. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> but I, I like it's been four years almost so um i'm trying to remember it a bit uh <laughs> but I, I i i think i enjoyed it and i had fun because i watched it with my, my two brothers and we had a good time mm -hmm. so yeah uh i watched this around 2018 for the first time you know is i think it's a really fun movie i agree and i think just like the cast is you know does really well especially jack black so, so yeah <laughs> to say yeah when he's teaching karen gillan's character how to flirt i love, <laughs> I love that scene. that's it is so good yeah all right all right my number eight um it's incredibles too so uh who are you gonna call <laughs> my number seven is uh jason x <laughs> I had to put one Friday movie on the list, and uh, Jason X is the one I went with just because, like, this is just so much fun to watch. And, like, being Jason, Uber, J and Uber Jason, and, like, you know, in space is just, you know, so much fun. There's so, so many great kills, and uh, it's just, like, refreshing after eight and nine because those are bad movies. <laughs> and then the tenth one is just, like, very, it's a breath of fresh air. Albert, have you seen this? I have seen this. Oh, I'll, give, okay. I'll, I'll give you the fact that it's different and it's fun that way. I, it's not a good film, so it's just, <laughs> it's just literally Jason in space, and that's why it's like so insanely bonkers, and there's like an android that you have to fight and everything. It's a, it's a wild ride, um, mm -hmm. but it's at the end of the day, it's still, a, it's still a Friday the 13th film, which I don't think any of them, except maybe, maybe the 2009 one is somewhat good, but all of it... Yeah, it's it's okay. Um, <laughs> when when was when was this release? Two thousand one. Two thousand one, and the previous oh, okay. previous one was okay. Wow. I didn't know it was ten years. Okay. Yeah, I the only I need to work on my Friday Thirteenth movies. The only one I've seen is the original. So, um, but I, I watched that for the first time last month, and um, if it was still spooky season, I'd be watching more Friday Thirteenth movies. So, but but I've heard I've heard some things about uh, Jason X, especially the costume. So, um. <laughs> I I want to say something, but there's like police siren. I don't know if you can. Uh, uh, okay, yeah, that's right. I, I heard a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, but I want I want to say, you put this over Mamma Mia. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? What and over Army of Darkness? <laughs> it's Jason X. <clears throat> okay, yeah, that's that's my fault. Then I should realize both of those films exist and put them in my list. Instead. Maybe it's maybe it's the enjoyability. I guess you know. Maybe yeah. maybe it's just a, it's a fun time. You won't you won't rewatch this time. more than Mamma Mia and Argo <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> All right. I see where your film takes uh, how it has how how it is now. Okay. All right, uh, so Albert, let's go to your number seven. My number seven uh, was Kenny's number eight. It's The Incredibles 2. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I like this film. I, I like it a lot. Uh, for the longest time, I we never really know if this is what, what's going to happen or not. The only extension of the first Incredibles that I know of was a PS2 video game that had that, that exists. I don't know if any of you played it, but it was so much fun. Um, but yeah, when this came out, I was like, okay, cool, awesome, I love it. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to this because Incredibles is, if not well, my top two, a favorite Pixar film. Um, so yeah, this, this, I thought this film was great. It's a, I like that they switch a lot of the stuff that. In the first film, we see a lot of the action from the perspective of Bob, Mr. Incredibles. And in this one, we see it through Helen and how different it is. And like, there's a lot of similar stuff, like the stopping the train and like everything. And then, um, so it, it has a lot of pa- parallel to the first one. And then I just love everything that Bob was trying to deal with, with, uh, with Violet failing to, um, that, that scene where Violet goes to the diner and then water just squirts out of her nose because um, Tony Ridinger was there. I love that scene, as well as Jack Jack going nuts and um, Bob not understanding how math works. Like, <laughs> why, why do they change math? Math is math. But yeah, there's I love it. I love it. Lots, lots of new heroes. Frozen is awesome in this one. The villain is okay. I don't think it's a lot of fun. It's a great sequel to the original. Yeah, I, I I agree. I, I thought a lot of the um, the action sequences were great. Uh, the best part, I think, uh, at least for us, when my family went to see, it, was all the Jack Jack stuff. We love that, especially the 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 short film that was released with um, the first Incredibles movie, um, oh, yeah. with the, <laughs> the babysitter. That, that, that is a, that is a great uh, short film. Um, yeah. So. Um, I just thought it was a good sequel. Doesn't live up to the the original, of course. You can't beat the original, but it still was a good sequel. So, yeah, no, I think, uh, yeah, you guys already mentioned like most of like what I liked about it as well. I think just like also giving Elastigirl a motorcycle that's like really as a create creative element to the action, like how it can split apart and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think one of the weakest elements is definitely like all the new superheroes that they introduce like none of them are really that memorable or just like and the designs are not very good as well void, void <laughs> is good i like void uh, yeah void is like you know the they, exception but like they, they saw kristen stewart and decide to make her a superhero <laughs> who's the big guy there's a big guy right there's brick yeah brick, yeah, brick i think there's crosshair as well shower yeah shower yeah yeah <laughs> So you don't you don't have this in your list, huh, Matthew? No, I do. I uh, had it as oh, my number nine. Oh, okay, I forgot. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we both. Yeah, we said, both. We both we said you got a call. <laughs> but I just like I think the villain, or I just you know, and then also just like new superheroes yeah. and just comparing okay. to the original, you know. Yeah, for sure. All right, Kenny. My number seven is Halloween twenty eighteen. Not to be confused with the Rob Zombie one. <laughs> um okay then no 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 who you're gonna call us um i like i think this um (laughs) this is a this is something for uh, the the halloween sequels where i i know that uh uh, like critically or like like people you know it's not the 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 sequels to halloween aren't very looked upon highly but uh i very much enjoyed this one i thought um they took it to a good direction and I loved all the scenes. Uh, uh, like that one scene in particular in the suburbs where they're the camera's just following Michael 
um like uh and you see him go through house and and house and it's that's just a, uh like it, it's basically all in like one shot and it's great um and i think they made michael like really brutal and they amped it up um from the original like and they even were very self-referential as well with the, like when they said that like oh it's three kills uh like like 40 years ago but then they they amped it up and they made it a pretty memor a memorable sequel and we don't talk about halloween kills though so <laughs> no you don't yeah. <laughs> uh i i watched this uh, for the first time this year after watching every Halloween movie. And so, <laughs> yeah, no, this was, I think it's just like a very thrilling and like kind of re reinvigorates the Halloween franchise after her. Mm -hmm. the, I watched the Rob Zombie ones. So, yeah, no, I, and I think Jamie Lee Curtis being back is it was great. Like, I, I think any movie with Jamie Lee Curtis, besides Halloween Kills, I think it's just like <laughs> always uh, adds a lot. And it's just exciting to see her again, I think. It's cool to see her relationship with uh, Judy Greer and their granddaughter. Yeah, uh, you know, and so yeah, I think great um, reboot sequel to yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I almost had this in my list, um, and then I was like, I feel like maybe out of all the other films, someone else would have had this in the list, so I'm, not, I'm gonna not put it. Mm. I guess that gamble paid off because you have it in your list, so we can talk about it. Uh, because I, I like this film too. Um, and I think this is the second best Halloween film after the original. How can you beat the original? But yeah, I like that this is the direct sequel to it. Saw it when it came out in theaters. Uh, Rewatch it again recently. Um, and I still I still really like that. I think it's a solid story. Uh, one of my favorite one of my favorite scenes is also uh, in the trailer, it's when uh, he dropped the teeth to the bathroom stall. That was so disgusting. And I was mm -hmm. like, oh, but it's so well done. And yeah, it's just it's a it's a great it's a great again reboot sequel ish kind of thing. Um, I think all the new characters are great. Like you guys already mentioned, Jamie Lee Curtis being back is awesome. Uh, I mentioned this on the Halloween ranking episode, but my favorite scene is still aside from the teeth, of course, is when. Um, What's her name? Judy Greer, the the mother, the daughter of Jamie Lee Curtis, when she was like a, holding a gun and she's like afraid, and then uh, Michael Myers mm -hmm. appear from the stairs and she's like, "Gotcha!" Mm -hmm. Like, oh shit, that's oh, yeah. cool. I love that. And also, Julian is awesome. Yeah, I think that's his name, right? Name? Julian. Yeah. Julian, yeah, Julian is the best character. Uh, <laughs> as soon as he sees the boogeyman, it's like, "Oh shit! All right, you're on your own." <laughs> <laughs> And the baby got yeah, yeah. I'm sad we only saw him like on think on the TV in Halloween Kills. He was just like was he getting in he, he was being interviewed, I think, and he's oh, oh yeah, yeah, he was, yeah. was like, like oh, yeah. a very yeah. Oh, I was looking like, out for Julian. I was like, I need to see him. <laughs> that it was a great uh, like I saw that movie I think opening weekend, and that was a great experience. Everyone reacting and all that. Um, I loved also like like um especially when you're talking about that gas station scene with the teeth like like you can see michael in the back like uh like like twice i think killing the mechanic um and you like you see it like first him actually doing it and the second time dragging the body um and you just it's just in the background and it's it's just like it, it just makes the whole thing like more threatening like just scarier you know because like it like the, the threat is looming you know so it's great yeah yeah for sure 
All right. Uh, <clears throat> my number six is uh, Zombie Land Double Tap, which is uh, exactly ten years after the first Zombie Land. Which uh, you know, I, I really love the first Zombie Land, and so uh, you know, the sequel. I think, yeah, like it's about the same as like the first one. Whereas, like you know, I think the comedy is really good. I think. Uh, the original cast is great. Like they coming back after ten years later, I think that they all have really great chemistry together. And I just, you know, new additions like Zoe Deutsch is a big standout from the movie. I think uh, everything she does is perfect. And yeah, uh, she was really funny without being overused, which is like you know not every comedy can do that. So uh, yeah, great action, just like or fun action, you know, just like and then reinvention of like having different kinds of zombies is also great. Yeah, I I like this film a lot. I love the first zombie I love the first zombie land. One of the reasons I didn't decide to put this in this list is because most of my other films in this list sort of reinvent the the original in a way, and I thought mm-hmm. this one didn't really do that. Um I guess you can say yeah, the the zombies being different is sort of a reinvention, but it's like they don't really change much. I guess uh, they just stick to the same formula pretty much. Uh, and I mean, it's it's nice to see how they progress and everything. It's it's a lot of fun. Uh, I like the zombie kills of the week uh, that they had. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's literally what you love from the same one. They just amped on it in this one. And it's great. It works. The end credits also are really hilarious. Oh, the end credits is so crazy. Isn't that with Bill Murray? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's 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 a um, okay. the the third Garfield film. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, called. I, think yeah. I watched that on YouTube because I think that um like I think Bill Murray was probably my favorite part out of the for the first one. You know, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. my favorite part of that movie. Um but I can't really say a lot about the the first one. I I, I enjoyed it, but I wouldn't say it's one of my favorites. I was like, yeah, it's it's a pretty good movie, you know. <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was the first R rate. The first Zombieland was the first R rate film I ever saw. So I had like an really attached to it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know it was R rated. That my cousin was. I don't even know what how old I was. My cousin's like, hey, let's just let's watch this. I'm like, okay, cool. And I'm like, this shit is awesome. <laughs> so. Yeah. Right. Uh, Andrew in the live chat now, he says, I don't know what movies we're talking about, but here we go to number one. <laughs> by, by the way, Garfield 3, it's Flabby Tabby. I looked it up. Oh, uh, yeah, Flabby Tabby, of course. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're going to name the new one with. Uh, Chris Pratt. Pratt. <laughs> well, that'll be, on the, that'll be on this list in, in a couple of years. <laughs> yeah, the Garfield 3 post-credit scene was supposed to be like the day zero kind of thing, right? Of the zombie outbreak. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's it was like the first day or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fun. All uh, right, Albert, what is your okay. number six? My number six is uh, a sequel uh, set a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. It's Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Uh. Uh, what's it? Uh, you who are you gonna call? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Should I go with my number six? My number no. six yeah, is uh, Mary Poppins Returns. Okay. Um, 
I I just thought it like like it's one of those movies that like it's it's great and it like kind of just um, works well with the original. It's uh, like what other like kind of like the the Pixar movies, but I think it's a bit better than the the Pixar sequels. Um, there's some some great uh, musical numbers, uh, some great additions to the cast. I think uh, Meryl Streep is a great addition. Um, Emily Blunt um, as Mary Poppins is is amazing, um, and then Ben Wishaw uh, uh, and and Colin Firth, and of course Dick Van Dyke coming back. Um, I just think there's a lot of there's just a lot of like magic and wonder with uh, Mary Poppins, um, and I, I watched it with like my grandparents, my basically my whole family, um, and it was just a great like amazing time. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I I agree. Like it's a very like magical movie. I think like I was just smiling throughout, and uh, I think the songs are all pretty good. I, I you know I really enjoyed the music in this movie, and uh, mm-hmm. you know Lin Manuel Miranda does a good job, uh, and then there's just some great dance numbers, you know, like with the set design and just really really exciting stuff. And then I also like when they uh, went into two D animation, you know, like how oh yeah, so oh yeah, it. yeah, when they go into the the antique ball or what yeah right yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah i had this at my number 10 um it's really bold of them that they even attempt this but it, it works it works pretty well because the first one is such um it's such a great film and then this one it, it has the same it has the same tone it has it's it, it's going for the same thing and i think it works and reca- recasting obviously you have to recast but like emily blunt <laughs> Playing the role of Mary Poppins, I thought she's very, she's very great in it as well. Um, and yeah, uh, like I agree with uh, everything you guys have already said. The song that got nominated for the Oscar, the, uh, the place where lost things go, is so good. Uh, and yeah, it's just, it's a, it's just such a daring film, and it pays off. And that's what's great about it, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, this one could have made my list, but I wanted to, you know, include other stuff that. Out of curiosity, Matthew, did you make your list after or before we submit our list to yours? I made it, or I had like a list of movies that I wanted to. Okay. I had more than ten, so then okay. I was just like, I, I'll, I'll have to. You'll just put... you'll, you take out the ones that we have, so we can we can. Nah. Okay. <laughs> That's why Jason X is in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason why. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah all right uh jacob's in the live chat saying toy story 3 is everybody's number one right? <laughs> um, well, <let's... laughs> we'll find out anything, you know can't see anything uh as we go to my number five which is uh, dr sleep um who are you gonna call i forgot <laughs> that one, but... oh okay okay, okay. okay. So my number five, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so this is this is a. Let me just give some premise. Some of you, when you hear this film, you might be like, "What the fuck?" But I have I have an explan- <laughs> I have an explanation for it that works in my head canon. I don't know if you will agree uh-huh. with it or not. Uh-huh. Also, I I like this film more than some of the films on my list, but because of this argument, I'm gonna make this why it's on my number five. Right, my number five is 2009 Star Trek. And, okay, 
I, I knew I knew no one's gonna say it, but no one's gonna say who you're gonna call. But the reason why I have it here and why I qualified as a sequel and spoiler for the film, even though this is sort of a reboot, oh, but oh, they yeah. brought back Spock yeah. from the yeah. original timeline. Yeah, which that means that means it's technically a sequel as the I don't know what's going on. There's so many fire alarms. <laughs> There's so many fire alarms going on. But it's a sequel to the um, to the original series uh, after Undiscovered Country. So um, the fact that uh, that they did that, I qualify that as a sequel. It, it's just continuation of the character. And as a film, this film is just so good. It's so well done. Um, they managed to bring back an uh, back the characters with an original cast, and it works. And even the story is tied back to the to the Spock story. Like, does the villain exist because of Spock? Uh, Spock Prime uh, from the original timeline, because Nero is mad at him. And it's just such a it's just a nice reboot to the series. Also, again, continuation. And it's shot really well. Um, the action the action is great. It's not boring like some of the older Star Trek films. This one this one is a lot of this one is a lot of fun. All the new casts are fantastic. And yeah, it's just, it's just so it's just so so well done. The script is really solid as well. But yeah. That's why that's why Star Trek 09 is now revived. Again, I like this film more than some of the films on my list, but because of the my argument, my, some people might not agree with that's why I put it lower on the, on the lower end a little bit. So yeah, that's number five. I have not seen this one in a while. Um I know I enjoyed it, but I don't know what a typical Star Trek fan would. Uh, because it's very different. I know that for sure. So um I can't speak on the behalf of Star Trek fans. Um and it also like JJ Abrams is, I think he's uh, hit or miss for me. Uh, there's like some good hits. Like I think I like uh, the Star Wars, and then um, well, not Rise of Skywalker, but uh, 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 Mission Impossible Three. I actually really like. Um, uh, but I don't know. I, I I have to rewatch this. It's been a it's been a minute, and I I didn't put this like anywhere near my list because I didn't classify as a sequel but your justification's great so yeah <laughs> yeah that's what that's what that's what i worry yeah <laughs> uh yeah uh, i haven't seen this in a long time so uh yeah when you were talking about how it's shot i'm like you know lens flares <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, good. <laughs> it's good there's a lot of good shots in this film it's, but the no, vfx I, is also so good as well compared to the older track films <laughs> And I love most of the Trek films, so yeah. Yeah, one day I'll watch all the Trek movies. You still yeah. haven't? No, I've seen the motion picture. I've only seen Wrath More of Khan. Recently. That's, that's the, my, that was the one my dad wanted me to watch. So <laughs> that was also a long time ago, so I don't know. I wonder if anyone in the comments is going to be pissed because like, oh, I was cheating. That's not, that's not a well, we'll see in a couple of minutes, I guess. <laughs> Jacob also mentioned, uh, okay, never mind, Dr. Sleep. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. All right. Uh, Kenny, what's your number five? My number five um, is Candyman, the one released this year. Um, watched this two months ago. I haven't even seen the original, <laughs> but I thought it was, I thought it was great. I, I, there's a lot of, um, uh, um, what is it? Like I, I, there's like talking to my friend who had actually seen the original and uh, there's a lot of connections to the original 
Um, and I thought it was going to be a total, like a reboot or whatever, but I was very surprised for it to be like technically a sequel. Um, Yahya Abdul Mateen, the second, that's his full name, um, is like a great lead. I think he's great in that movie. Um, I've seen him in what uh, Aquaman, Watchmen, and uh, Trial of the Chicago 7 now. Um, he's he's going to be going places. He's going to be like the, the next movie star, like the next big movie star. Um, but he was a great lead. Um, Coleman Domingo, who was in uh, If Bill, Beale Street Could Talk, was also great. Like, I don't want to say anything about his role in the movie, but <laughs> yeah, he's um, so, so good. Yeah, he does a really good job. And the setting of Chicago really works um, like with its like, like, uh, like, I, I'd say grimy and then it's like very posh and uh, uh, elegant sections of Chicago. Uh, and there's this one shot that was like a pan out from um, uh, one of these tall apartment complexes. And then there's like some big action happening like in this one room and then everything, everyone else in the other rooms is just carrying on with their life, like watching TV and all that. And you're just sitting there like as the camera's still panning out for a couple more seconds and you're just like, you know, it's it's scary. It's 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 really good. So, yeah. No, I think Ania Da Costa does a really good job directing this mm -hmm. movie. Like, I think, like you were talking about, like, the camera work is really good. I think. Oh yeah. yeah. Also, like with the mirror shots, like I think everything looks great. Yeah. And I think it just it deals with the themes of like racial violence and gentrification pretty well. I think, uh, and you know, the original did that, but I think more subtly. But it still works. Yeah, this was yeah, this was a bit I'd say less so, which wasn't bad at all. But I think it really works. It works for the movie. I think it, the yeah. movie just works well in general. So it the, the animation um, sequence oh, yeah. is really well done. I really like that. So oh yeah, when they tell the backstory. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, the animation is really good. So yeah, this is um, I I re I watched this recently. Um, both of the original Candyman and this one. It's a it's a nice continuation to the story. Um, I agree again with everything you guys have said. Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to recall some aspects of the film, but I just I don't think it worked as effectively as the first one. Um, I appreciate the message that they're trying to go with, but I just don't think it works for me too much because uh, there is like there's a sort of a a line of disbelief that you sort of have to cross to sort of like fully accept like the i don't want to spoil it too much but there's something that happens but yeah i don't fully like i just don't fully f fall into it so i'm like okay yeah that's cool but yeah okay it's like it, it doesn't work as well as it could have probably so yeah uh, jacob in the live chat saying he wishes for more tony todd <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he also agrees with Albert. And my 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 thing again was without going to spoiler, it's the reinvention of the lore that they sort of did. Mm -hmm. It doesn't it doesn't fully work with me, but yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a good film. <clears throat> All right. Mine number four is Dawn of the Dead, nineteen seventy-eight. So uh I think the first one is really, really good. And uh, I think just like how it 
I, I'm not gonna go into the the first you know Night of the Living Dead that much, but the, yeah, non Dawn of the Dead came out ten years after exactly. So another, but uh, I just think it works a lot better on its uh, like taking place in a mall is just such a great place for a zombie movie, and uh, the commentary on consumerism like I think just works really well here as well, and you know just. I think what it does better than the first movie is making me care about these characters. And I just like, I was invested in them and like, I was like, okay, I wanted to make it out of there or just like survive the, you know, their time in the mall. So uh, yeah. In 1978, the effects look really good. So, yeah. I have never seen this film. (laughs) Me neither. So I can't really say anything about it. (laughs) You guys should definitely watch the Night of the Living Dead and Dawn of the Dead. I haven't watched the rest of Romero's uh, dead movies. How many like, has he done? He's done six, I think. Oh wow! There's Day of the Dead. No, there's there's others, but um, maybe oh, I can't remember. Maybe it's just Does Dawn of the Dead count as like a like that was the Zack Snyder one, right, or whatever. The... Dawn of the Dead, uh, the 2004 one was Zack Snyder, yeah. Yeah. That, but that counts as part of that like franchise, right? Yeah, I think it's okay. a remake. Okay, I haven't seen it, so I don't actually know. I don't. It's not in the same universe, at least. I don't think. Mm. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Would you say this is the best? This is the best film in the series, or no? I've only seen two, so so far, yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll get to it eventually. All right. Albert, what's your number four? Uh, number four is Doctor Sleep. Okay. Jacob, it's not number one. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jacob. Uh, <laughs> it's still it's still a very good film. Again, a lot of the themes that I'm going with is like reinvention of the first one. Um, mm-hmm. And again, this is the sequel to The Shining from 1984. 80. 80. Okay. Yep, All right. And yeah, it's 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 a great film. Um, Ewan McGregor um, being Danny Torrance is great. I like that they also um, had they had like somewhat flashbacks, but not well. Yeah, it's flashback. They recast, they recast uh, people lookalike sort of. I believe it's Henry Thomas, right, that plays the father. I don't remember. Oh, oh he's James in like all Mike Flanagan stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's think, right. Yeah, yeah. I think it's uh, Henry the, Thomas of ET. The father and Hill House. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think he plays well, he's in he's movie. in all three of those Netflix shows. So, yeah, <laughs> but yeah I, I like that they do that. Um, the third act is insane. Um, going back to the Overlook, I know I know there's a lot of stuff that they didn't, and this is because they tried to combine both the books sequel of the original book itself and try to make sense in the universe of the film universe, mm-hmm. which is why they combine and match it too. Which I think, and again, I've never read the book. Uh, but I think it worked in this case. Going back to the Overlook, I thought was a nice touch to it. Um, and again, that the what's the name of the bad guy team? The not something true the, not the, the, the two the two knots are terrifying. Rebecca Ferguson is great in this. Um, and that one scene with uh, Jacob Tremblay. Jacob Tremblay. I, I just re- I I just randomly decided to look up the scene again like a, a few days ago on YouTube. That is. Heartbreaking. Jacob Tremblay's performance was insane in that one, yeah. um, and it's Little like super, scene. it's super disturbing to watch as well. It's such a great, yeah. So, 
Yeah, it's a it's number four. It's it's a very, it's a it's a well done film. I I have a confession. I actually have not seen The Shining, which is terrible. Uh, but I've seen uh, what have I seen of Kubrick's uh, 2001: Space Odyssey, which is well, I got to turn around behind you. Yeah, 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 right there. Um, and also Full Metal Jacket. Um, but I kind of am motivated to watch uh, The Shining for Doctor Sleep, and I don't know if that's bad or not, but I think that's that's good. Uh, but I've I've watched a lot of Mike Flanagan stuff recently. I watched uh, Gerald's Game for the first time a couple, like a month ago, um, and Hill House, Bly Manor, and Midnight Mass are great, um, especially Midnight Mass and Hill House. Those are really good series. Um, so, and I've heard that like Doctor Sleep's a really good sequel, um, and it like they blend like the 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 movie and the book well, while also being like technically a great movie, like. It kind of like remember in Ready Player One, uh, where they recreated The Shining. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With the with the the all, just everything, I feel like it's. It, it, would you would you compare to that like how it looks like how the hotel looks, Albert? I think maybe visually because Ready Player One is supposed to be like video game. It feels a little a little bit more glossy in mm -hmm. a way. And this one feels more grim. Well, not grim. I wouldn't say grim is the right word. It's more, I guess, more like, yeah, more grim, more grounded in a way. It's not very glossy because it's supposed to be, like, real. And maybe <clears throat> maybe they do use real sets in this one compared to Radio Player uh, Radio Player 1's. I'm assuming Radio Player 1, they use, like, just CG. I don't know. Oh, for sure. I, I, but, yeah, I like it feels, <laughs> there, there's, a gloss, there's definitely a gloss factor to Radio Player's 1 set for the Shining. Yeah, for the just because CGI, yeah. Um, but I know that that Stephen King does not think highly of the the um, yeah. the original movie, so that's yeah. just yeah. interesting. That I think yeah. just to appease Stephen King, they like you know <laughs> meshed everything together. But but that's awesome that like it works. Like those actual like supernatural elements that are explained works well with the unexplained of the original. So yeah, no, and it's just interesting to learn more about like the lore of The Shining. I think. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. Dr. Sleep does that well. Yeah. Again, like like uh, like I've said and like everyone have said, the, the combination of the book and the original is I think what makes this film work so well. Just the mm -hmm. meshing of the two uh, background together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Great movie. Mm -hmm. I feel Should like I Albert said everything that I would I would say about it. So uh yeah, Kenny. <laughs> Your number four so my number four i would put it higher but i think just for all like general perception of the movie but i mean if anyone knows me it's like it's like like my one of my top five movies of all time um it's it's tron legacy <laughs> um i think my number one favorite thing about this movie is the soundtrack like like daft punk like I've listened to the soundtrack, I think for at least ten years now, um, and I, I have it. Oh no, I don't have it on vinyl with me, right? Oh, it's at it's at home somewhere. Um, but uh, it, I just absolutely love the movie, and it works for me. Like I know for some people, the story can be kind of weak, but I think it works. And oh, you you can bring up CGI Jeff Bridges as well. <laughs> but um, like the visuals are great. Like the um, they just just use like they, they just have a like a creative vision it's not like 
the same movie. It's not like I feel like some sequels are where they're kind of just, you know, make the same story. Um, like it's a totally unique story. Um, with a, I, I, I feel pretty attached to the father and son aspect of the story. And, um, and I, again, the soundtrack can't be beat. I think it's probably like the, the top five best soundtracks of the, the 2010s. So I, I absolutely love the film. Uh, I haven't seen this in a long time. I think it's been like almost a decade since I've seen this movie. And I, I remember watching it because uh, I think my family and uh, we went to this like bed and breakfast and they just had this, uh, the Tron uh, legacy, like Blu-ray out. And we just decided to put it in. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, that's how we watched the movie, but it's, it's been too long for me to really say much, but the soundtrack is really good. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. I saw this one along with the original sometime last year when I was going through some Disney election films. Um, I, this one was fine to me. I appreciate all the score, the music, the technical stuff. I thought it was really good. The story, I didn't have an attachment to it. Um, and I guess maybe it's just a testament to the just the world building. I, I thought the first one was not that good, maybe because of the visuals. The first one's visuals was kind of, it's it's hard to watch. Um, <laughs> it's that, yeah, but The first very, one's it's, definitely it's, outdated. It's like, very, very, dated. very outdated. It's very dated. But yeah, this one, again, the visuals are great. Um, but Maybe the, the first one left sour taste enough in my mouth that when I ah. watch this one, I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, this is this is okay, this is cool, but I don't I don't really care for it too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched I watched Legacy before I even watched the original, and I, uh, like, okay. I, I feel like you can watch it without even like you know like like yeah. even watching the original. I feel like it's just kind of it's like its own thing, but it still is connected with like little. Like it doesn't rely on you having to watch the original. Like you have like Alan, and you have of course Jeff Bridges, mm-hmm. and um, like a lot of the same ships or, or games. But like they're just so like elevated from the original that you can just watch it like without having to know anything. So yeah, yeah that's for sure. Okay. Uh... All right. So my number three is uh star wars the force awakens who are you gonna call <laughs> so my number three is toy story three who are you gonna call uh, who are you gonna call yeah because okay. my number three is toy story three so. okay <laughs> <laughs> so uh Right. Yeah, then it's back to you, right, Matthew? <laughs> yeah, so we'll go to mine now, which is uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Okay. <laughs> that's that's my number two, exactly. So. Oh, okay. All right. Great. Yeah, I uh, my, I'm not, I haven't seen a single Mad Max movie besides Fury Road. So, you know, but I think I just think this is one of like the greatest action movies of all time. And just like the way it uses practical like effects <laughs> and, just, you know, explosions and all that is, you know, it's amazing and just uh i think tom hardy is great charlize theron is you know i, I think she stands out particularly and nicholas Holt is great as well i think uh, just really interesting characters and uh just this journey to I mean, there's like not a whole lot of plot but it's just you know really cool to be in this world yeah um again this is my number two this film this film is incredible um 
I don't think I appreciate it enough when I, the first time I watch it, but uh, upon rewatching it, it's just it's insane. Just everything how I know that everything was um, uh, what's the word practical. The word uh, practical. Everything was practical. It's mm-hmm. insane. The visuals. This the scene in a sandstorm is crazy, and the the plot of this film is so simple. It's literally. Um, them going from one place to the green place. Turns out there's nothing there. They decide to go back. That's such a dumb plot, but the film <laughs> works so well because of just the visuals and the character work and the performance by Charlie Theron, by uh, Nicholas Holt, by Tom Hardy. They're all really well. Um, and the villain is the villain is simple, but it works. And yeah, just the the action and the music it keeps you just mesmerized at everything, mm-hmm. like the full runtime. I don't know how long this film is, but that was done well so well to the point where you literally just mesmerize despite the very simple plot that it is mm-hmm. so, yeah mm-hmm. i i didn't put this on my list because i counted this as a reboot so i didn't count this as like a continuation of the existing you know bad back story <laughs> but this would have been on my list um if i didn't put that in um it's it's an amazing movie uh my favorite thing is the music uh the music's like so like thrilling and it's just like it's it's just crazy i mean junkie xl does a great job um and uh uh like like everything like everything like all the practical effects are insane like all the trucks that they created uh for it um it just it's just it's just an amazing movie and it's um like a one of those like true blockbusters like just amazing blockbuster yeah the flamethrower guitar so cool oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) So, uh, Kenny, you didn't consider this as a sequel. Have you seen the originals? The other? I have ones? seen the first one. Because um, I have not, and which is why, which is why I just, I just, um, yeah, blindly say that it's a sequel. So maybe I don't yeah, because it's like this is I don't know. This one is just its own thing. That's why I didn't count it because it's not. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's like a continuation of Mel Gibson's Mad Max. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, there were there weren't a lot of I, were there references I don't know the references to his like wife being killed or what I don't even know um, I forget but that that's what happens in the original so that's what he just takes revenge so um, mm-hmm. it's like the, the I feel like this one is just light years ahead of the original like if you look at the original it's it's good but like you can't yeah. you can't beat Mad Max for your own it's yeah, it's, it's definitely way better so. <laughs> I'm I'm so yeah. happy this got best picture nomination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was that was cool. It's, it's a while to see him that get best picture. Yeah. Okay. So is it is it mine now? The my yes, yeah, yeah. your number your number two. So my number two was Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Which okay, no one has that number one. Good. Okay. Um, I think that this movie uh was um like the the number one thing in 2015 like it was it was crazy like the the frenzy for it um and say what you will about you know it being like pretty much the same movie as a new hope (laughs) it's still a good movie you know and i think they they uh do good things with the legacy characters um and just to make like a, a great star wars film um and i feel like like what kind of led to like like the reaction to the other two is that like this is really the only movie you could really make (laughs) like the rest like i feel like with uh like 
I feel like the the ones after The Force Awakens are kind of mixed. Like the the reactions kind of mixed. I feel like this one um, has the most positive reactions. Uh, it, I just I don't know. It like like I, I that's all I can really say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This movie is great. I think uh, I still remember my theater experience for that because I that theater experience was just insane and like everyone was crazy and uh yeah there's just a lot of exciting new elements and like new characters you know it's it's cool to just like introduce these new characters in the same universe and i think it does it well even though it's you know similar to new hope but it's fine <laughs> yeah 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 i i like this film a lot um i think i think this might be like my maybe top three star wars film me i don't remember my exact rankings uh, but it's it's really well done. Um, I love all the new characters. And again, I just I just rewatched this again recently. I love all the new characters. They set up so well. Kylo is set up well. Ray is awesome. I love Ray. Uh, Finn is great. Poe is amazing. Just a continuation of um, after all this time seeing them since the since the Return of the Jedi, seeing them all back is so great. The music is fantastic. Um, and like like everything you already said, it's it's yeah it's. It's such a thrill and such an excitement seeing everything back, everything that you love. And again, there is nostalgia factor because it's similar, but it works. Uh, my only gripe against this film is again because of the sequels. It's like every time I every time I rewatch this film, I'm like, "Fuck yeah, this is uh, Star Wars is awesome." And I watch Last Jedi, and I'm like, "Okay, it's still okay. This is still good." And I watch Rise of Skywalker, and I disappoint myself. Yeah. I'm like every, every time I, that's that, that's always the end of the rewatch for me because I have to go through all of them again and have to go through Rise of Skywalker again every time. So every, every rewatch, I'm like, "Damn it, it started off so well." <laughs> so yeah, it just it just ruins some of the characters' development because you know. I feel like you could have a whole like two hour discussion on the Last Jedi. Um, like with this, like with real rags. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I, I don't want to get into it, but I kind of enjoy that movie a bit. I, but I like, um, I like, like I, I like know a lot of people don't, so <laughs> I won't say anything about it to stir anything. So <laughs> I like Last Jedi for the most part. The, just it was just Rise of Skywalker that I like, don't mm-hmm. really like. Yeah, no, I think I think everyone can kind of agree that Rise of Skywalker. Nah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, this film, this one was this one was great. Mm-hmm. Of this stuff. Yeah, Maybe, I, it's awesome. I can never forgive this one like classmate that I had. I think I don't know what grade I was in in 2015, but he like his uncle had like went to the premiere and he told him that Han Solo died, and he told me that. Oh my god! Weeks yeah. before the premiere, and I was like, "What the hell?" <laughs> it was that's, terrible. That's so <laughs> I, I was watching wow. the movie. I was like, "Okay, maybe it won't happen," and then it did. And I was like. Oh, <laughs> that's that that sucks so yeah. bad. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's a great that is a great moment in the film. Yeah. Some other some other smaller moments that I love. Um, uh, when Kylo Ren first stopped the f- phaser from being shot and just oh my god, that's cool. And uh, and just when he was in a super super. In, in this emo angry face and just smashing everything and there is a group of stormtroopers walk in the corner and they see that and they just walk away slowly <laughs> i love that scene yeah yeah okay uh so my number one is uh toy story three 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I I love Pixar, so you know, I this is probably expected. You know, Toy Story three is my favorite Toy Story movie. It's in my top five Pixar, and uh, I just I this is the first Toy Story movie I watched in theaters, and I just like have really fond memories of that experience. You know, I think everyone remembers the um, when they're about to go into the fire and just like, but uh, I think the part that makes me cry is like the ending when uh, Andy's giving all the toys away. And like, you know, we see uh, Bonnie like wave, uh, you know, Woody's hand and say goodbye or, or, you know, so yeah, yeah I, I, I just, <laughs> it's just, yeah. Uh, and then it also just deals with a lot of mature themes about growing older. You know, I think uh, I grew up with Toy Story. So just like going through life and then well, I watched it again last year. I think it's like I got to understand those themes a little bit more, you know, being in college. Cause like when I was 11, 10, when it, when it came out, like definitely didn't quite get there, but uh, I just really love this movie. And uh, I think the characters are all great. Uh, lots of like new character, uh, you know, I think as a twist villain worked well when I first watched it. And I just, I think he's great. Uh, prison, the prison break aspect is also just entertaining. For sure. Yeah, this this is my number three on my list. Uh, I love I love this film as well. Um, this or this and Toy Story two is very interchangeable. Of which one is my favorite of the trilogy? Uh, but th this one is great. Like everything you said about the ending breaks me every time. Even though how many times I watch it, just the way how the music works, and the final line like uh, "so long, partner," that will just mm, fuck. Uh, but yeah, it's it's great. I love um, everything in Sunnyside with Lotso all the other new toys. Everything with Ken is hilarious, like when, when Barbie starts ripping the dress, <laughs> all the shirts. Uh, all, I also like how they showcase how the different kids play with it, like the the one in the bar butterfly room, the one where mm -hmm. Lotso and yeah. everything, like everyone is like so proper playing with the toys and then uh, all the main toys, the main characters was put in the caterpillar room and they're like a bunch of toddlers that just smash everything, put them in their mouth and paint everything. It was like so chaotic. I was like, yeah, I, li I like that depiction because that is true. There are different people playing toys differently. And yeah, um, the the monkey toy freaks me out every time. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. I think this is a movie that I rewatched a lot as a kid. Um it probably was like being played on on everyone's like Chrysler, uh, uh, you know, like the the cars that had the the DVD players, and um, oh, yeah. like I'll play it all the time. Um, my my youngest brother would always rewatch this, like <laughs> you know, just watch it like again and again on repeat. So it's it's very memorable in that way, and that uh, how many times I've watched it, and um, how good the emotional like story beats work, you know, like how, um, like, like with Andy and, um, that the, the fire pit, um, those just work well. And those are like, like, like within like 30 minutes of each other. Um, so I bet I, some people were, were wreck after that. Um, but it, it's not like the same, you know, movie as like one and two, which is also great. And, um, expands on a lot of things. Um, uh and it's kind of like they it, they're just like very like unique creative and enjoyable films like all, all four of them so did you did you have this in your list yeah this know. was number three as well for me number three okay yeah so it's one three three okay yeah, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, all right. Uh, Albert, what is your number one? Okay, my number one. Um, again, this is a little. I need a little bit of convincing to do, but I just want to talk. <laughs> I, I just want to talk about. I just want to talk about this film because, in terms of release dates of the last film in this franchise, it's nine years, so it's really close. <laughs> but the story is not connected to the last film, but it's connected to several films before, and it's Creed from two thousand fifteen. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Have you have you seen this? Because I don't want to. I'm. I, I oh, why didn't I include this? I I don't. Yeah, because okay. So I'm assuming you've seen this. So Rocky oh, Balboa yeah. is 2006, which is the old previous one. But this one, technically, you just need to watch one, two, three, four, and you yeah. can watch this because it's yeah. connected to Apollo, uh, Apollo Creed as well as a sequel with um, Victor and Ivan Drago. But this film. It's so fucking good. It's one of my favorite films of all time. Um, I I think this is superior in the first Rocky film. And it's just everything from the performance is incredible. Tessa Thompson, Michael B. Jordan, uh, Sylvester Stallone. I think this is his best performance to date. Um, just the direction that Ryan Coogler is doing. Um, Ryan Coogler and Michael B. Jordan is just one of the best pairings in cinema right now. Um, there's so many great shots. Uh, there's like a, a long one take when he's fighting in the ring, and it's so good. He uh, explored his, his opponent pretty well, but mainly this is just a character story of about about uh, Adonis Creed and just like his his arc. And it's it's just so well done. There's so many there's so many aspects to it, and like the music is good. Every time I watch this, I my first instinct like fuck, I gotta work out. This is so hype because it's, it's it's what makes you in the montage. It just makes me feel that. But one of my favorite things in this film is there's a quote near the end of the film, near the end of the fight, um, where um, Adonis is like badly injured, and then Rocky is like. I should have stopped the fight with your father. I'm stopping this one now. And then Adon is like, don't, okay, let me finish. I got to prove it. Prove what? That I'm not a mistake. And that one just hits me to the core every time. Because it's like, fuck, that's so good. And just delivery and the whole fight. And yeah, it's it's so well done. It's, so, it's such an inspiring story. This is definitely, I think, top five movie experiences or, or theater experiences. I, I again I didn't include this I just didn't like think logistically like with Mad Max uh, I should have put it it would it would be on there um, but I saw this movie when it came out in theaters all, all by myself no one was really in the theater and I was like right in the middle uh, looking right at the screen and it was a great time that montage um, the I fight you fight it, like the training montage is like my favorite montage I'd say. The music is really good with like the slow-mo and the bikes and like the the music just like pounds. It's it's so good. Um, um and like my my dad would like he showed us, I think I've seen the first three Rocky films. I don't think I've seen Rocky Four, but um I I remember the first three and I, I had known that you know Apollo died in four. Um uh so like like i just went in like knowing every, like some like mostly everything about the the rocky franchise and i still you know it was a great great time i i really enjoyed i i just really enjoyed the movie is i i won't forget watching it in that theater so uh i watched this uh three years ago on the airplane <laughs> oh. <laughs> so 
Uh, no, it's a great movie, and I, I, uh, I think I remember after it, I'm just like, I want to learn how to box now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're just like so like thrilling. Like, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's great. Don't have a lot to say about it right. since it's been three years. Were you, uh, were you fist pumping while in the plane while watching that movie? Uh, were, were the flight <laughs> yeah, attendant confused? Jumping up and down. The flight attendant like, sir, I need you to sit down. Yeah, yeah I, I, I saw this film around the time when it came out, but I never, and I watch it at home, and I never watch any of the Rocky films before this, but I still, I still love it, and then I revisit the Rocky franchise because of it. But again, I think it works as a standalone, and it works as a sequel. Oh, for sure. Which is which is why it's so which is why it's so good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If anyone who has never seen this, I sort of spoiled it already for you, but go watch it because this is such. Still a watch show. it. I think you can still yeah. enjoy it with. Whatever yeah, yeah. It is, so. yeah, 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 definitely. <clears throat> yeah, Cole didn't see it until recently when I give him recommendations, and I say he said it's it's really good. So I'm glad. There you go, testimony right there. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you don't like sports film, it's a good film still. Yeah, you, you don't even have to like like sport movies no. to like it. It's just it's great emotional movie. Yeah. It's definitely my favorite of Ryan Cooler's work. So yeah, uh I guess that's it. All right. Finish with my number one? Yeah, let's go to your number one. All right. My number one is Blade Runner 2049. I was surprised that you put this at 10. <laughs> I had it. At, I had it at nine. You had it at nine. nine. Yeah, uh, uh, behind Jumanji, I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> um, I think this is my controversial take. I don't know uh, people agree like agree with this or not, but I think that this is better than the original. <laughs> um, I watched the original, and I was like, "Yeah, pretty good movie." And I didn't watch this sequel for a bit. Because I was kind of uh, like I was like oh okay I don't know if that that maybe the sequel is going to be kind of like that where it's like it it takes a bit you know it's a little slow but like like still visually it's an amazing movie, um, um and then I watched the I watched twenty forty nine like three months later and I was just like blown away like the music is incredible like it takes music from the original and then the visuals like that is probably the number one thing that people talk about with the movie. I mean, Roger Deakins like blew it out of the park. Um, and you have Denis like, like, like as a director, uh, that was, I think my first of his uh, that I watched. And then I got into mm -hmm. a whole thing. I watched like Sicario and Arrival and uh, Prisoners and Enemy after that, like, like in like a month. Um, but I think that it is one of the great, sci-fi movies of this century or like of all sci-fi movies and i think it's a must watch for a lot of sci-fi fans um brian gosling does a great performance as the lead like you really feel for him about like he like like his identity um like his whole life could have been like a lie i don't know um or it's just him you know like he's just confused <laughs> so he just doesn't he doesn't know what's going on uh like with uh the whole uh, the whole case that he's like you know intertwined in um but again i just i think it's it's like probably it's one of those sequels that i don't think a lot of sequels you know are in uh this group where that I feel like that they're better than the original. You could maybe say that about Godfather Part Two. I think the 
I think the first Godfather is better than the second. That's my opinion. <laughs> but that's not a sequel that released 10 years after. So we won't <laughs> <talk about> that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, okay. So yeah, I think Blade Runner 2049, it would have made my list if I gave it another watch. Uh, it's just been a while and I watched it on my laptop. I'm just like, I should <laughs> watch it again and, you know, on a bigger screen. And I think it can, you know, it'll, it'll be up there. I think, I think uh, with Dune, I, that probably affected, like, you made me like, maybe I should watch 2049 again on a bigger screen. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, um, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was going to say so. Yeah. Go ahead, Albert. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I saw this when it came out in theaters. It's a good film. I feel pretty much the same way as I did with the first film. I think it's a technical masterpiece. Um, the philosophical and metaphorical aspect of the story, I think, is really well done. I just doesn't it doesn't resonate too, with me that much um, because of the scope of it and everything. And it's also the same way how I feel with Dune as well. It's again technical masterpiece, incredible, but the story just didn't. I don't resonate to it that much. Um, but yeah, everything everything like you said. Good and uh, not Anya Taylor Joy. Anna de Armas is great in this. Uh, mm -hmm. as Joy. Uh, I I have mixed feelings about Jared Leto's performance in this film, um, but everyone everyone else was pretty good. I think I think Jared Leto is mixed with a lot of people. <laughs> like he, <laughs> I don't think he general. gives a, like a like a performance that everyone is like, oh, what an amazing performance. I don't know, especially with like I think everyone kind of realized that with uh, Suicide Squad, so. <laughs> <laughs> he was grading record for a dream so yeah yeah but that was that was 21 years ago so <laughs> it's been a lot of films since you know yeah but yeah i do i do i think i like this one slightly more than the first one it's but it's like it's a close i have to mm -hmm. rewatch both of them again just to yeah. see yeah yeah I, I did like it more than the first one so mm -hmm. all right okay. uh so Let's just go around and uh, go through our lists. Uh, and I'm just going to start with mine, just to reiterate. My number 10 is Army of Darkness. Number 9 is Incredibles 2. Number 8 is Mamma Mia. Here we go again. Number 7 is Jason X. Number 6 is Zombieland Double Tap. Number 5 is Doctor Sleep. Number 4 is 1978's Dawn of the Dead. Number 3 is Star Wars The Force Awakens. Number 2 is Mad Max Fury Road. And number 1 is Toy Story 3. Hey, my number 10 is Mary Poppins Returns. My number 9 is Blade Runner 2049. My number 8 is Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. My number 7 is Incredibles 2. My number 6 is Star Wars The Force Awakens. My number 5 is Star Trek 09. My number 4 is Doctor Sleep. My number 3 is Toy Story 3. My number 2 is Mad Max Fury Road. And my number 1 is Creed. All right, my number 10 is Finding Dory. Number 9 is Borat, subsequent movie film. Number eight is Incredibles 2. Number seven is Halloween 2018. Number six is Mary Poppins Returns. Number five is Candyman 2021. Number four is Tron Legacy. Number three is Toy Story 3. Uh, number two is Star Wars The Force Awakens. And number one is Blade Runner 2049. All right. So that wraps our show. Uh, does does anyone have any honorable mentions? Sorry, Matthew. I, I'm just curious. Anyone yeah. have honorable mentions? That well, it would have been Mad Max and uh, Creed <laughs> if I like had like like 
I didn't I didn't really know. Like to like I made mine like a there exists there there's sequels yeah. to the existing story yeah. uh ten years after. I I think I could have still done Creed. I told I don't know why I forgot about the Creed. I, uh, That's why I signed I up to the show because I know people are gonna have differing lists and th- their <laughs> definition of sequels might be different. This is gonna be a fun yeah. conversation. So I'm like I I want to be on this one. <laughs> I mean, most of mine have uh like were stuff that you guys have brought up where I was just like mm-hmm. I I didn't really want to put it on my list because mm-hmm. you know or um, just like Blade Runner twenty forty nine. It's been a while since I've seen it. So I didn't put put it on. Mm-hmm. And, I would have put um, if if we were saying that it's ten years since the original, mine was like ten years since the last, like you know, the predecessor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have put one of the Mission Impossible movies, uh, yeah. four or six, probably I've... probably Fallout. I I think oh, Fallout has really... taken yeah. over my number one spot. It used to be Ghost Protocol, but I think it's... now it is Fallout. So. so it's a perfect action film. Furious yeah. Seven. <laughs> I've only seen like three fourths of the first Fast and Furious movie, so I can't say anything. It's about not even. That. It's not even the best Fast and Furious. Right? <laughs> it's my favorite. So. Oh, okay. Fast Five is my favorite. But yeah, honorable, honorable mention for me. Uh, Throne Legacy was honorable. I thought someone was one of you was gonna have Jurassic World, so I didn't put it in my list. Mm. So that, that one I haven't seen some theaters. So I was like, I feel like I right now I'm not the best judge of uh, you know what my. 16 year old me was <laughs> not about movies. The only the only Jurassic Park movie I've seen is Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. So I can't say anything about that. That's, that's, <laughs> that's a go I I didn't think do yourself a treat good. and watch the first one. The first okay, one is fantastic. Okay. <laughs> Sam will be happy as well. Um, I, I didn't I you know I like I just had to know that dinosaurs existed. That's I mean I went into the movie and I watched it like in theater. So <laughs> yeah, the first one's great. Yeah, I have I had Halloween as well as my honorable mention. Rescuers Down Under. Oh yeah, that's a good one. What did I? I just had like a, a list of everything that ne- didn't really mean that I was gonna put in the top ten. Uh, let me see. <laughs> I think Terminator okay. Dark State maybe just it's yeah. Like... I was I wasn't gonna put. I considered Terminator. Mm-hmm. I was like none of the sequels are good. So I'm not gonna. I so, like Dark State, but yeah. two Mama, that I two that I had were uh, <laughs> these weren't going to be on the list but these just were included Space uh-huh. Jam a new legacy um and Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull yeah no that's that's ever making my list yeah okay two, two other ones uh, aside from the one that everyone have said Ocean's 8 I considered but it's like a spin-off kind of thing I, mm-hmm. I thought it was still kind of fun it's Maybe yeah I, I don't know yeah I haven't seen Ocean's 8 I, yeah. but I, I love the, the the 11 12 and 13 mm-hmm. so and the last one that I considered, but I I couldn't for the life of me figure out if this is a sequel and it, if my argument for it would even make sense or not. But the Muppets 2011, mm. because it's the same logic that you apply to like the um, yeah. to the Looney Tunes films, because like they're characters that play different characters in other films although this one is super meta because they reference the, they reference acting in the other films but i, I just couldn't figure it out it was like yeah this, this is too difficult you're gonna opt out from including it as a whole i think i thought about it but like i didn't i didn't include it because it is 10 years movie, after so. the original after the previous one so yeah it's like yeah. too tough to figure out i'm just gonna opt out of it um, that's all of it maybe uh cinderella 3 a twist in time <laughs> I didn't know. Well, that's okay. <laughs> just because I uh, you know, it's a sequel to 
uh, the first Cinderella, not to Cinderella two. So even though Cinderella oh, is it? came out, uh, oh there you go, in two thousand two, because Cinderella three is a sequel to the original, not the second movie, it should count. But uh, I did not. Really. <laughs> also, if if anyone was curious, that one was almost my number one. But then I remember Creed existed, so that's why. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just kidding. That, that one, that's one was never put something on my TV. I guess. Next time. Yeah. 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 Oh, I don't want to steal your 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 flair, Albert. So. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, all right. So yeah, thanks to everyone who was in the live chat, uh, and then uh, next Hopefully week we, we didn't make any bad picks. So <laughs> hopefully, yeah. yeah. Some people might be mad about Jason X, but <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah we we got nothing next week because it's Thanksgiving. But the week after that, uh, we'll be doing Disney animated real rank. So just all the Disney theatrically released movies because of Encanto. Have fun, man. There's like 90, 60 films in there. Uh, oh, that, that's gonna be like a five-hour. Uh, Three people uh, talking about this. You know, this one was only an hour twenty-four. So. You could say that this this the sequels ten plus years was not just for Ghostbusters Afterlife, but for uh, the Matrix as well. The Matrix, yeah, uh, Resurrections. Exactly. There's a lot of sequels coming. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thank you to everyone who is going to watch this later, too. And then we will see you in two weeks.